0: Good morning, all of you that may be listening to me for near. Uh, I want to speak to a matter that we are facing today in this world, and that is the COVID-19 lead to the next great America awakening. I think America is finally beginning to realize we need God. Two weeks ago, our governor of Maryland public requested the whole state of Maryland to join him in prayer Sunday at 12 p.m. As the coronavirus uh, sweeps across our country, seemingly confining us to another month's stay at home, some have asked me, are we uh, on the verge of a spiritual awakening? My answer was to them that there is some hopeful sign that that's what's happening. In many ways, we are now doing the very thing we should have been doing all along. That's spending time with our families, sharing meals, talking to our neighbors, helping one another in a time that we are in now. There are some distillers. These are the booze producers who are stepping in and producing hand sanitizer instead of booze. It reminds me of the verse that says in the book of Isaiah, chapter 2, verse 3 through 5, reading from the New International Version. Number 3, said, "People, my Many people will come and say, Come let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the temple of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways, so that we may walk in his path. The law will go out from Zion, the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He will judge between the nations and will settle disputes for many people. They will beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations will not take up sword against nations, nor will they train for war anymore. Come, descendants of Jacob, let us walk in the light of the Lord. My friend, the sword represents destruction in any way you look at it, while plowshares represent life. A plowshares is a steel blade that cuts the top layer of soil, and I think this is what the Lord is trying to get us to do, especially America To break up your fallow ground, he's tired of it. I also have heard good news on several media's, and it says that there've been less abortions, are being performed. Crime rates in some parts of the country have plummeted since the stay-at-home orders were issued. Y'all, know. Uh, if you don't know, I'm here to tell you, I'm here to inform you that right here in Baltimore City, we don't hear of as many shootings as we did a few months ago. There were four or five shootings every day, sometimes four or five shootings within one hour. And uh, we don't hear of that uh, much now since uh, the stay home order is an um, issue. These are all good things, but then there, the uh, unthinkable tragedy of people dying every day from COVID-19. It is this very thing, the fear of death, the acknowledgement of the fragility of life that has been a wake-up call for many. People are afraid of dying, and they never think of it until hits in their back door. When you it's uh, it's uh, uh, devastating and it's, it's uh unthinkable and it's shakable and it's it's frightening when you can see your loved ones slipping away from you and you can't even be by the bedside to comfort them. This is this is devastating and we need to get closer to the God to God. In some ways, the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, has forced people to consider the afterlife and their relationship with God by knocking down all the false gods that they used to worship. So there are other hopeful trends. For example, for people that, that worship sports, stadiums are closed and no games are being played. They would leave church early. Some wouldn't even go to church just to stay home and watch their games. They, they put their games ahead of assembling themselves together with the saints. For others, our musicians, the civic centers are closed and the concerts are canceled. For those that had such fun and admiration for actors, the theaters are shuttered and no new films are coming out. For even others who bow to the altar of money such as the stock market is generally down and the economy is stalled. If you do go out, you can see the fear, stress, and worry on people's face. Folk need hope, y'all. They are searching for a light at the end of the tunnel and are finding that they are usually heroes. Cannot help them out of this mess. Hollywood can't save us, y'all. There is no blockbuster film or actor that will get us out of this. Even technology can't save us either. Our smartphones and computer screens just feed us a barrage of information that uh, heightens our stress and anxiety if we are Latin. Sometimes I think it's best not to even watch TV. Because some things that they have reported on there have you stressed out, have you uh, frightened and, and headed for fear. I think sometimes we just need to shut it down and, and get on our knees or gather our family together and start talking to God. Our lawmakers in, in Washington can't save us from uh, this COVID 19. Hopefully, they will continue to work together and do what they can, but the outcome. Is outside of their control. I think they finally are beginning to realize they need God. Uh, we uh, got to pray for them as the Bible instructs us to do. Uh, pray for king and pray for all those in authority. Out of love, I want to make a public announcement to some of our churches who are still holding public service. Please stop. They are engaging, are you engaging your people and the rest of us? They may think that they, they are doing what they are doing is an act of great faith, but I'm here to inform you in fact it is an act of selfishness. They are not trusting the Lord, but rather testing him. And he does not want us to do that according to Matthew 4 and 7. As we close this podcast, hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Although the doors of the church building are closed for the foreseeable future, nevertheless, the door of opportunity for the church has been flung wide open. This is our time to shine in the midst of darkness. There is hope. and Our only hope is in Christ Jesus. Let's give more time to Quality praying because that is the only real and, and lasting hope for America. God says the prayers of the righteous availeth much, and his ears are open to the righteous. Y'all, let's stay in God's face that while we are going through this ordeal, we can lead a quiet and peaceful life. We will get through this crisis. We just don't know how long it's gonna take. But we do know this, we are not alone. We have the precious promise of Jesus that he will never leave us, neither will he forsake us. This thing is frightening a lot of saints as well, but let me tell you, anchor your hope in Christ, not in so much of what the government is trying to do. Christ is the only one gonna be able to get us out of this. Hope has a name, y'all, and its name is Jesus who loves each and every one of us and longs for a relationship with us. And I hope you all know without a relationship, there can be no fellowship. So hold on to hope. Cling to him like never before in this trying time. People are looking for answers, and they're looking for hope. You're actually looking for a Savior. Church, we have the key to that problem. Jesus said, let your light so shine that men may see your good work. This is the time that the church need to let their light shine in the midst of darkness, in this midst of this ordeal that we're going through. This is no time for us to clamp up. This is no time for us to stand in fear. But it's time for us to start calling on the Lord. And if we uh, call on God together, then I'm sure, that, uh, without a doubt, God will turn this thing around. God bless you. Have a smile on you. I hope that you will take heed to these few words that we are saying to you today to realize that. This world is, is in a terrible condition and it's going to take the prayers of the righteous to turn. I bless you. Have a blessed day. Till the next time, bye-bye.